Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of WN Movie Talk Podcast. This was going to be our massive episode 50 Star Wars special, where we were going to discuss Star Wars, what it meant to us, and also rank the Star Wars films, and then discuss and review Rogue One. However, this week we was absolutely dogged by horrendous internet and we couldn't hear each other at either end. So the conversation was cut short, so we never got to discuss Rogue One. Anyway, weeks passed, we tried it again a couple of times and things just kept going wrong. So we aren't discussing Rogue One, but here is what is left of the Star Wars special. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks very much. Cheers. Hello, Robin. Hello, Trev. How's it going, brother? Are you all right? Oh, very nice. Thank you. Very nice indeed. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of WN Movie Talk Podcast. This week, do you know what, Robin? It's episode 50 of the podcast this week. Oh, well, congratulations, Trev. Good stuff. And I thought we've gone this far without discussing a Star Wars film. And we've probably mentioned it in every other podcast episode ever. So I thought, well, let's just let's just get it out of the way. Let's do a Star Wars podcast. Why not? Let's just do Star Wars. So tonight we are going to be discussing mainly Star Wars Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Because I thought that was like an interesting one to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good one because it does. It sits... It sits in between them all, doesn't it, really? It's, it's sort of... Yeah. It's a standalone. It's like weirdly. the gel between yeah. the old and the new. Yeah. Between and Lucas ties, and... Yeah, it just ties it all up, doesn't it? And it possibly nice is the first film that's fit into the the actual feel of Star Wars... Yeah. ...since Return of the Jedi. Yep. Isn't it? And probably the last one to do so as well. <laughs> <laughs> well... But that is up for debate, isn't it? Oh, yes, yes it is, isn't it? Yeah, because this week, everyone, I thought it would be a bit different. Rather than just uh, asking a question about Star Wars, who's your favourite Star Wars character or whatever, over on the uh, Facebook page, that's facebook.com forward slash WN Movie Talk Podcast, and also on Instagram, WN Movie Talk Podcast, over there. Um, we, I thought, why not just do it? Let's do it. Let's rank the Star Wars films from worst to best. And... Um, yeah, have you done that, Robin? You've managed to put that? Yes, I have, actually. Um, I'm going to very quickly scribble it down again, because, to be fair, I did it whilst I was driving in the car. Um, so I had it in my head. I know the order. I know the order that I be- I personally believe... To be correct. To be correct. Or to be... My- uh, to be honest, I think it's just my order. I don't think there is a way you can be correct about this. No, I think uh, quite a few people have commented, and they're all different orders. So we'll get on to that later. I mean, it's... There's no right or wrong. Unless you say Last Jedi is best. <laughs> Film choice is... It's all up to you, isn't it? It's all... Um, what's the yeah, word? Yeah. Bad. Wrong. Unless it's mine. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is it? It's, um, if I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. <laughs> so, but before we get round to that, and before we discuss Rogue One, uh, Robin, I like to ask a question about this time of the evening. Have you watched any films in the last week other than the film that we're discussing tonight? I have I have to be blatantly honest, it's been a tough week in terms of getting to in front of a screen. Yeah. And therefore, no, I haven't. Um I started to pick up an anime film. It didn't get very far into it. And and that has been it. Ah, I've watched Sorry. a few. Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's okay because I can I can make up. <laughs> I've watched a few. You've got a freaking notebook full of them. How many films have you watched? Yeah, no, this this isn't all the films I've watched. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I was just going to say, actually, brother, I've watched a couple of films. I did write them down. Ha, ha, Where did I write them? Ha, 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 all right, yeah. You know, you last couple of weeks, you've watched... Um, I didn't. You watched a couple of films that was a bit naff, wasn't it? Like... Um, uh, yes, yeah, Harry, the Harry Hill Harry movie, Hill movie and, and Ali G. The Ali G. Which well, I, I watched, I, is, isn't completely naff, but... Yeah, it's, it's going now. No, I watched something similar this week. Um, Go on. Well, me and Cohen have just been watching like Dumb and Dumber and stuff like that. Silly comedies. And a trailer came up, recommended for me on the fire stick, was The Three Stooges. It, like, it's a newer version of The Three Stooges. Okay. And it's The Three Stooges film. 
So obviously it's not the Three Stooges, it's three new actors playing them. Uh, but the trailer just looked like it, uh, I thought the kids might like this. So me, Cohen and Elise watched it on the weekend. It's written and directed by the Farrelly brothers who done Dumb and Dumber and Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> so it's silly. It's probably crap, really, but there were some brilliant bits in it where we was all just laughing our heads off. Uh, and I thought, yeah, you know what? It wasn't too bad. Bit of fun. Just a bit, yeah. something funny with the family. Not something, you know, it's not going to rock the world. Sometimes you need that, don't you? Sometimes you need that. You just need Definitely. proper nonsense. Definitely. Something that makes you laugh. Everybody can sit around and enjoy. Those sorts of films get away with being inconsistent and things. Because you don't go, oh, no way, that wouldn't happen. And stuff like that, you know, you know, because you don't care. No. It doesn't matter, does it? You know, no. it's nonsense. It's just silly, but it was very dumb and dumber. You could see why that idea appealed to the Farrelly brothers. Um, but <laughs> another film I watched um, was, we was talking about aliens and alien abductions the other week with Close Encounters. And I'd sort of been looking up films like that. And I watched Communion, which we I mentioned in the podcast the other week with... Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Walken, yep. based on the supposedly true story of uh, Whitley Stryber getting abducted by aliens. That's right, yep. I, I said, I listened to the audiobook back along. It's really creepy and really weird. I watched the mm. film and it's just fucking bizarre, really bizarre. I don't know if I enjoyed it or not. I like Chris Walken, he's great, he's strange yep. as it is, but it just seemed... It was a messy film. It didn't feel like it was congealing as a proper story. It was just very strange. Very weird. And the aliens I, I, weren't all that convincing. I might give that a miss then. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always remember it being quite good when I was younger. Um, yeah. Not now. It's, isn't, that, isn't that funny, though, how <laughs> some films are still as good as you remember them, or sometimes even better? Hmm. And yet other films that you absolutely loved, you watch again, you go, oh, dear. <laughs> what was i thinking yeah i know it all depends what you're into as well but then you could you know oh yeah forgive yourself when you're like 12 and then looking back as an adult so i can let myself off for being a 12 year old enjoying a film about aliens absolutely yeah <laughs> absolutely and let's not forget as well the thing is it wasn't back in back in those days this is because we're old it wasn't the case that you could just fly through netflix prime you know, now TV or whatever, Sky, and pick out a hundred films. No, when you put a film on, you'd sit through it, wouldn't you? Yeah, you know, you'd, you'd... <laughs> rather than go ten minutes in and go, nah, put another one on. Yeah, you only had a short number of films to pick from. But yeah, that was all I've watched really. So, though well, I ain't got nothing else to say about films that I've watched, so we could just skip on with this. Well, that's good, isn't it? Considering some, we need to talk about movies podcasts, and we, we're but, done already. Well, I think. I think the topic that's coming up, we have been itching to talk about for a long time. We have. Star Wars. So, without further ado, should we just get on with the Star Wars discussion? Dun, dun. Da, 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 da. <laughs> that's a Rogue One one. <laughs> I know. Like, right. but, and we'll come on to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> I've got a note or two about the music there as well. Yes. <laughs> Generally, the music's not bad in the film, but yes, that bit and it, it's like when I remember watching that in the cinema, seeing the opening bit, and I think, oh, this looks cool. This oh, is awesome. Yeah. And then Rogue One comes up, and that music, I was like, it sounded like a TV. It's like a TV show almost, isn't it? <laughs> Bad TV yeah, show yeah. too. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, we'll come sorry, on to that. We'll sorry, come on. Yeah, I'm We need we need words scrolling up the podcast. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Braille? No, that wouldn't work either, would it? I don't know. <laughs> words in a galaxy far, far away, over there. I put a post up onto Facebook and onto Instagram, and I said, "Come on, you lot, we want you to rank every Star Wars movie worst to best." Worst to best. Worst to best. <laughs> I've just seen, nine minutes ago, Jason Paris said, Flash Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't heard from you in a while on here, Jason, so glad you're still about. Thanks, Jason. I just had a mouthful of tea, and that very nearly went everywhere. That was brilliant. Of course he said Flash Gordon. Uh, first of all, we had Elliot Lewis 
come in over on Facebook. Who? Elliot Lewis, friend of the show. A friend of the show? I think we might have met him once or twice. I think he was in my living room about <laughs> half an hour ago, <laughs> if we're honest. Carry um, on. And he, his choices were from worst to best. He put them the wrong way round, from best to worst, but I'll read them up, side down. Very worst, he's put Last Jedi. Then he's gone Rise of Skywalker. Ding! Attack Ding! of the Clones. Han Solo. Force Awakens, Phantom Menace, A New Hope, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, and Rogue One. Ooh. So Rogue One is his favourite out of all the films. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, we, I did briefly chat to him about this actually, because obviously for those who don't know, that's my son. And um, we did have a brief chat about it and his points were valid. What he was saying was, you know, it, it depends, doesn't it, on the part of part of it depends on the era you were born in. Hmm. Um, and then which ones you which ones, you know, you buy into him for whatever reason it is. So, yeah, even though he was born in the era of Phantom Menace, I remember taking him to the cinema, actually, to see Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, did you come with us? No, I didn't watch Phantom Menace at the cinema because at that point I was like sick of the adverts surprisingly oh were you so it's the only it's the only one i haven't seen at the cinema so all the re-releases okay special editions i watched attack of the clones and i watched sif but yeah i didn't the phantom menace i was really excited about and then when i started seeing the adverts and i saw jar jar binks and i saw young anakin and i was like i don't want to watch it (laughs) and then i had some friends (laughs) went to watch it and then i was like oh i should have gone and then they come back and they shit so boring and i was like i'm glad i didn't watch it and i didn't watch it until it came out on dvd and um yeah i've never liked it i've never liked it never liked but that's not my list so that was that was uh but yeah thank you thank you elliot thank you elliot um bless him over on the insta we got samuel jones said worst to best here we go Solo. Ding. The Last Jedi. Ding. The Rise of Skywalker. Ding. Revenge of the Sith. The Force Awakens. A New Hope. Phantom Menace. Rogue One. Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. So at the moment... Hang on, had... did, he, what did, he, did he say actually, Did he say A New Hope? Where was A New Hope in that list? A New Hope was sort of in the f- fifth. Okay, He's put okay. A New Hope... I didn't know if I missed it or not. I, I didn't know. Yep. Just before The Force Awakens, he's got a new yep. hope. Okay. All right, and he's saying Return of the Jedi is his favourite. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nath Kent, Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones. Uh, he's only done the actual Skywalker trilogy here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, films. Attack of the Clones, Force Awakens, Phantom Menace, A New Hope, Revenge of the Sith. Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. Sequilibrium has put Ooh. The Last Jedi, Attack of the Clones. See, Last Jedi and Attack of the Clones have spent a lot of time sort of at the bottom end so far, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Phantom Menace. Oh, just just out of interest, have you made a scattergraph about this? No, no, I should have scattered all over the place, shouldn't I? <laughs> or, a block, or maybe even just a bar graph. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, Solo. That's interesting. He's got Solo quite up high. Mm. New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, Empire Strikes Back. Uh Uh And then over on the Facebook again, we had Alan Day said, I refuse to discuss anything that contains Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) Christopher Hansen said, bloody hell, are you sure? That's stirring an angry hornet's nest. Isn't it? But then he has come through and said... I am including TV shows, but Boba and Mandalorian are counted as one. Mm. Worst of best. Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, The Clone Wars film, Solo, The Force Awakens, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, Rebels, The Last Jedi, Mandalorian, Empire Strikes Back, and The Clone Wars series is his all-time favourite Star Wars. Okay, who was that? Christopher Hansen. He says, Chris, "Christopher, I, what, what's what's the deal with the Last Jedi going up there? Where did the Last Jedi? Oh, number f- four. That's high. Yeah, that I, is I, high. But 
I think I think that's that's a that's a thing, isn't it? I think people that like the Last Jedi love the Last Jedi. Yeah, I, I, don't, I think there's a I think that's fair to say. Yeah, he's I've put it the about. highest out of all the films there. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's fair to say. Um, and it and it is a choice thing, you know. It's not yeah. really fair of me to judge that the Last Jedi. <clears throat> So, yeah, most mostly people have sort of gone for either Rogue One or Empire Strikes Back as their favourite. Yep, yep. Uh, Attack of the Clones and Rise of Skywalker usually right down the bottom. Uh Solo has been. Go on, Robin. Let's hear yours. Let's do. Do you really want to hear it? Do you really want to hear it? Let's do do ours together. Right. Okay, so we so, start from yeah, start from the bottom. What's your what's your worst Star Wars film? My worst Star Wars film at number yep. ten this week uh, and every week. Let's face it; it's never going to move unless Rian Johnson gets a second chance to make a Star Wars movie. <laughs> and let's face it; he's not going to. I don't know. Well, I think he is in discussion, isn't he? They're having yeah, him back. Is he? What for? Yeah. <laughs> Go on. The Last Jedi. Last Jedi. See, mine is the Phantom Menace. Okay. I just, honestly, I cannot stand it. I cannot sit through it. No matter how many times I've tried watching it, I end up turning it off halfway through. It bores the fucking shit out of me. Okay. <laughs> uh, second? Uh, second? No, at number nine, I've got The Rise of Skywalker or The Fall of Star Wars, as it's often known. <laughs> I've got Attack of the Clones. <laughs> For Christ's sake! I, I still, I can't. I've got to admit, no matter how bad the new sequels are, I just think George Lucas missed the mark with those prequels. It just what, drive what, me nuts. What more than Kathleen Kennedy? Uh, yeah, I, there's something about the new films that feels more like Star Wars than the old than the prequels. The prequels to me are just they're just dull. Okay, and Attack okay. of the Clones is just dull. It just okay to me yeah. move on moving uh, on at number eight uh, go on what have you got what have you got oh sorry yes yeah, me isn't it the force awake something has stirred in your uh tea the force has awoken can you feel it i've gone solo yeah fair enough can't argue yep. with that number seven i've gone the last jedi here that's where I've got the last Jedi. Okay, fair enough. I got Solo, so you know it's 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 the bottom of the pile, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Your number six. Number six. Remember, these are getting better as we're going up the list. So. Yeah, I've. That's where I've got the Phantom Menace. Right. Right. Yeah. Middle of the middle of the road. Okay. Okay. Um, Jake. And I've got. What did we say? This was six. The rise of six. rise of Skywalker. Okay. So, or funny, the death I, of Star Wars. Yeah, I, I don't know actually because I've got like one of them little arrow things that are reversible. You know, it could have been either or. Like Rise of Skywalker and Last Jedi, they both floating around that area. Yeah, I enjoy. I, I, there's bits of them both I love. I really, really enjoyed um, Kylo Ren. I really enjoyed mm. Kylo Ren's character, mm. and um, in, in which film? I was the bloke in all of them. I think he mm. tied that mm. trilogy together. Um, but the rest, yeah, it just, the thing is with The Last Jedi, when it came about, that was the point that I realised that this trilogy is not tied together. They're just making it up as they go along. And that's where yeah, I lost yeah. interest. Yeah. And that's what I think is unforgivable. If you're going to make a trilogy, make a trilogy. Don't just go, oh, and in the next one, we could let someone else have and screw it all up. We said before, and it's like one of them pictures you fold down and... <laughs> draw yeah adding bits i I couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more and and i think i think for me i've got obviously last jedi at the bottom and in the rise and the reason it's that way round is because last jedi came before the rise of skywalker and i think the rise of skywalker they were desperately trying to make some sort of sense of the shat that (laughs) rian johnson had made of the last Jedi. That's my yeah. personal opinion. He because he totally trashed any possibility. <laughs> because Force Awakens, you know, I've actually I'm gonna switch mine. I'm gonna switch mine. I'm gonna put solo below Force Awakens, all right? And I'll tell you why. Because I thought I came out of Force Awakens thinking, 
this is on. I've just watched a Star Wars film. This is on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The the planet killer. It's like the Death Star, but bigger. You and know, the, the Tatooine-like planet was like the Tatooine, but planet, bigger. But, but sandier. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, the things that Ray was really good at, i.e. flying and fixing the Millennium Falcon and doing everything that Han Solo couldn't do, even though it was his ship for 50-odd years, you know, all of those things, I was looking past. I couldn't see it as a problem because her story arc hadn't developed at this point. No. Um, same with Finn. You know, uh, say with Poe, um, there was there was potential, and they had quite a good little banter going on. And I thought, this is all right. This could be quite good. Yeah. Luke Skywalker appeared at the end. Han Solo was dead. We knew he was going to die. Didn't we all? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. they were going to write him off. He wanted to die, didn't he? He, he, he wanted, wanted to die in Return of the Jedi, Jedi yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, I actually thought that whole Ben bit was good. You know, uh, there was a lot of potential. Who was Ray? All of those things. And then The Last Jedi just, sh- it just completely turned it all, c- killed it all. Yeah. Just completely killed it all. And that, like the bad Sith Lord bloke, I can't remember his name now. Um, Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what the hell was his name? What was he called? God, it was memorable. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, but he, he, you know, they killed him off really easily. And you think, really? Uh, What's going on here? And then they started doing that Skype thing without Skype. Yeah. Hello, I'm I'm in your bedroom. Oh, I've got my shirt off. <laughs> oh, I can see you. I, I think the Princess Leia flying is the bit that... Oh, I was in a cinema. I was watching it in an IMAX. Well, it was really Poppins awesome. Bit. Yeah. And um, just when that happened, everyone just laughed. <laughs> no one was like i wanted to leave by that point i wanted to leave i was absolutely just appalled at what i was watching and i wanted to walk at that point i know i I think i didn't i think i think if i'd been on my own i would have walked because at that point i just sort of went what the hell are we watching yeah yeah i know yeah it was just beyond bad so What's your number six then, Rob? Number six is... Where did we get to? <laughs> Hang on. One, two, three, four, six. So, um, so Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Right. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, I still enjoyed all three of the newer ones more than yeah, the older and ones. I, I do understand that. I understand how people just didn't, didn't buy into the prequels, um, didn't enjoy the prequels. Uh, there was a lot of disappointment. I didn't feel like that about them. I didn't. Uh, I just feel that some of the dialogue was just so annoying. Uh, ben Kenobi irritates me. Um, I don't know the counts, the Jedi Council bits are just dull. The Anakin and Padme storyline has some of the worst dialogue ever written. Yeah, on. it's clunky. It's not. It's not. It's not brilliantly done, is it? And I mean, you know, you can't. You can't. I hate now that you watch it and. All the special effects look dated, more so than the old ones. It all looks like mm. it, someone's dubbed over a shimmery image, you know? It's like, it doesn't look like they're there. Okay. Um, you know, for me, though, I th- and this is, I think, where I come from with it all. I think, I mean, I t- no, I tell you what, let's just keep going for a minute, and then, I'll, and then, we'll, we'll, then, we'll, then, we'll, then we'll play out why we think certain <laughs> things live in the places they live. Because I, okay. I think it's relevant to speak of all of it. Yes, yes. Number five. Number f- oh, I haven't said my six yet. It was um, Sorry. Revenge <laughs> of the <laughs> Sith. <laughs> Number six. Huh? Revenge of the Sith. So that is the one of the trilogy. Mm. And this only changed yesterday because Cohen was watching it. Mm. And I went into the front room for something. And I ended up drawn to it. And I do love the Anakin and Palpatine storyline. Yeah. I just think it's great. Yeah. Um, I don't like the end where he turns into Darth Vader. Where's Padme? Yeah, <laughs> I don't want that to be. The, I don't want that to be the first thing that he does is cry over his wife when he's Darth Vader. You know. Yeah. Um, I just especially after he's killed all the younglings. Yeah, she's not going to take you back, mate. You've killed all the younglings. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. It's just it it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, so my number five would be The Force Awakens. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because as we said earlier, it did feel like 
watching a Star Wars film. Yes. I came out thinking, that's what Star Wars should be. They're back to using a mix of CGI and sort of physical effects, you know? Yeah. Um, it did excite me. They should have called it Episode 9. Epi- what episode was it? 7. Episode 7, A False Hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> episode 7, a remake of Star Wars. <laughs> Um, but I don't think, you know, when it came out, there was no review saying, oh, that was awful. That was, you know, everyone was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, it, yes, it had the excitement and it maintained it. That's what I would say. It makes you wonder, though, if because you remember what it was like afterwards. And, oh, Stoke. Was it Stoke? Snoke? Snoke. But everyone Snoke. was like on the internet going mad saying, I know what's going to happen. Yep. Snoke is going to be like a Jawa and is really angry because Luke stole R2 from them earlier. <laughs> so like that, you know? Yeah. But it makes you wonder if they did have a plan and then they're like, oh shit, everyone's guessed the plan. Just do what you want. <laughs> yeah. Quick, change Do what it. you want. Because <laughs> the internet does have a lot to answer for these days, doesn't it? Yeah, so it does make you wonder if that, that's what happened. The internet happened uh, yeah it, i think it i think that because now they can gauge audience expectations yeah and without having to do like a test screening almost yeah because i mean you know in theory what they could do is they could leak luke skywalker dies oh no luke skywalker can't die no let's not kill him off then han solo dies <laughs> yes yes i think that sounds good all right we'll take that box you know so you know they can do the market research can't they online before they even write the film and and i think that's perhaps what happened with Maybe that's yeah. what happened with The Last Jedi. Yeah, it does make you wonder, doesn't it? Maybe they were researching it as, you know, dropping in, like, what what, what about this? And getting some bizarre results. Anyway, um, yeah, so where are we? Number four? Number four. Number four. My number four is Return of the Jedi. Same. Same, bruv. Brilliant. We finally agree on something. Um, Rogue One? Same. No. Same. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think we're going to go for the top four. You're- we're going to have the same top four, aren't we? Okay, then. Uh, number two. New Hope. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and then Empire, number one. Absolutely. Empire Strikes Back, number one. So there you go. Before watching Rogue One again, I would have had Empire, then Rogue One, then New Hope. Go on. But I think just watching it last night, I was like, it's not as good. Yeah, yes, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. There's some bits of it that I don't think hold up already. Agreed. But it's still awesome. Yep. Yeah, I couldn't put it above A New Hope. Really. Yeah, I, I'm a bit like that. I, I was the same. I actually had it as number two. Um, Empire Strikes Back for me, you can't beat. Um, we can go into that. No, and I think... You know, we can talk about that in a second. Out of all but- the special editions, Empire Strikes Back is the one where it works the most, isn't it? Mm. The enhanced version. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like the Cloud City and things, isn't it? It just improves things rather than... Yeah, it just improves the background. Yeah. Rather than being gimmicky. Um, so, yeah, I, I was the same. But I was the same. I had Rogue as number two, and then I watched it again, and I thought, yeah, it's good. And it was like, you know, we was talking about earlier about the music and things. Those sorts of things actually undid it for me this time around. Especially when you, f- you think of the fact that they've associated that music with Last Jedi rise and force awakens you know all the great star wars theme tunes marches and bits and pieces you know from all of that and yet they didn't do it with rogue and if they had done it with rogue it would have been a better film yeah i don't think the music overall hurt it but just no a few of the themes moments. isn't it it's like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It just, yeah. it, it, and then, it sort of, for me, it depreciated it. Oh, Robin, where did you have uh, Ewoks, Caravan of Courage? You haven't, <laughs> you haven't got that well, on your list. I didn't, but did you, have you got, where did you have the e Star Wars Christmas special? Did you have, did you have the Star Wars Christmas special? Have you ever seen that? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> oh, that is awful, I mean, isn't it? Is that, that's know. on Disney Plus, is it? I don't know, but I think Rian Johnson wrote that one. I know the Ewoks films are. Is it Rian or Ryan Johnson? I call him Rian Johnson because I I, I can't be bothered to correct myself. <laughs> <laughs> the only good thing about the uh, the Christmas special mm. was the little Boba Fett film. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's about as much Boba Fett as I would like to see. Sick of him now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
I thought you were going to say the only good thing about the last. Uh, for me, the only good thing about Last Jedi was um, that I only had to watch it once. There is some awful bits in it, and it does, but there is some great bits in it as well. That's why it didn't go right down the bottom of mine. Is there? Yeah. Go on then. Give me. Tell me a great bit out of the Last Jedi. Go. He drinks the blue milk out of that tit. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just like some of the spaceships. I like the spaceship scenes. Uh, uh, I love that scene where they no, run f- wreck don't. the casino on those dog things. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I do. Some of the space. Some of the spaceships. I love that. I love. Yeah, I can't really remember. No, you see, you can't because there isn't any. That's the truth of it. Don't lie to me, boy. So, okay, so. Um, I feel I feel a li- I need to go through just very briefly my list and and explain my reasons for the f- reasons why things are in those places in 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 a one one sweeping motion because there's relevance to it. Okay. Okay. So, Last Jedi is the worst film for me. It's also the worst film because it destroys so much of what was already in place for thirty odd years, however long it was since Star Wars was made. What was it? Thirty years? So, yeah, forty, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so and and so that's why it's down there. I think it was an embarrassment, and I think, like you said, they were making it up as they went along. It was shameful, and I think, um, you know, Ray was too invincible. And by the time she got to the third film, was going around healing everything. And I'm thinking, oh well, why didn't all the other Jedi's just think of that freaking all those years ago when they were uber powerful and you know <laughs> worshiping do it. You know, and everything, everything was wrong with that character. And so my son starts saying, oh, you're just being sexist. Just be sexist. I'm not. Because there are many, many, many examples, and Rogue One is one of them, of a very strong female character leading a film yeah. and doing a bloody good job of it. And, yeah. you know, you can think about the Alien films with Sigourney Weaver. You know, you've got films like Kill Bill. It is not that this is a new thing. It was just that there was no challenge. No, that's it. She just was good at everything. Yeah. And actually, when you think about where those last two films took it, they took it away from the Skywalker story. Because I still can't believe they call it the Skywalker story. Because if you actually think about it, it wasn't. It was the... It no, was the, nothing to do with them. It was Palpatine's story. Palpatine was the chosen one. Yeah. Because he, he spawned a granddaughter. Who brought balance to the force? I wonder if that had been planned all along, um, or if that Awakens was have just... potential. That's why it's there. But then I have dropped Solo below it because I don't know what Solo was about. Really, I think there were some good bits in it. It was vaguely enjoyable. It, it was just a tick box of things that Han Solo has said that he's done, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. We didn't yeah, need to it see was. it. We've heard it all. Yeah. It, it didn't do any. It didn't show anything that that was new and they did that twist at the end didn't they with Darth Maul and and I just thought mm, are they going to make another one of these I hope not and thankfully they haven't <laughs> um so then that's that for me those films are done then you get into the the prequels now the prequels for me work on a level and the level is they tell the Skywalker story maybe not very well and you're right there is some shocking dialogue but there are for me, there are also some really good bits in it. I loved Attack of the Clones simply because of that bit where Anakin goes, I killed them all. I killed them all. And all the women and the children, I killed them all. And he's getting all, you know, and he's turning. And for me, that was brilliant because that was the bit I was waiting for. You know, this little kid, Anakin Skywalker, how is he going to turn? Where's he going to turn? What's going to turn him? And I bought into that. I thought it was great. And then... From there, I mean, Phantom Menace, I thought, was was good as well in the sense that we got to see Jedi, you know, in their prime. We got to see them doing Jedi stuff. We got to see, you know, more lightsaber battles. And then Darth Maul turns up at the end of that film. And I love the pod race a bit. I thought that was great. I didn't like the battle at the end where he's out. Now, this is pod racing. Woohoo! I was like, no, I can't cope with that. But the Darth what? Maul sequence is for me still the best fighting sequence out of all the star wars films i love it that bit where he comes out at the start and you think jesus who's this guy yeah and then he boom, his lightsaber and his double lightsaber and you're just going oh come on and the music oh, oh, awesome 
How can you how can you knock that bit? Take, <sighs> all right. take the rest of the film, put it to one side, keep that. <laughs> right. For me, Darth Maul <laughs> was about as fearsome as a fucking I don't know. He, they killed him straight away, so there's no you know, he should have been in the trilogy to be a real formidable force. It was like meh. It was a bit of a hindrance. That was it. Yeah, yeah. I mean he did yeah, they I mean they wrote they wrote him off, but then Then you've got let's tie everything together. Let's have Anakin building C three PO for Christ's sake. Uh yeah, you know, slightly unnecessary. Yeah. Coincidence too much. They didn't need C three PO and R two D two in this trilogy. They didn't need Jar Jar Binks in this trilogy. That was just a misfire completely. But C-3PO and R2-D2, to me, in C-3PO especially, in the original trilogy is the comic relief, and he works. Yep. In the prequels, he's as inane as Jar Jar Binks to me. (laughs) Every time he's on the screen, I just want to smash something. I'm like, oh, God, why is he there? Why is he even there? Now he's doing that. Oh, I've got a droid head, and I'm shooting everyone. Shut up. Die Rebel, you know? die Rebel a scum. Oh, dear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, oh, I just hated it. Hated it. Um, and it's things like that. But it's like, still. He's tried to please the fans, but I don't know. I, it missed the point for me. I couldn't get it. Yeah, enjoy. I understand that. I do understand that. But still, I think, I think that that's the point, isn't it, here? I think that w- within that, He's try- he is telling the story and it is his story and it comes from what is you know manifested in the first three films and I bought into that because it's George Lucas telling it and you know yeah you know this is the story of Anakin Skywalker this is how Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader this is how Obi-Wan Kenobi became you know ended up on on Tatooine this is how Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia got separated as children this is how the yeah, Emperor I know. took and over. It... Uh, you know, so so for me, they told a story. I and and it was a and it was a story that I recognised. Yeah, I remember though going like it's just stupid having C three PO there because he can't remember anything. He doesn't recognise these people in the next ones. And I'd always said this. And I remember one of my friends come back from the cinema, they watched Revenge of the Sith before me and they went and don't worry Trev they've got over it you'll never guess how they got over the C-3PO but it all works I went they erased his memory uh, yeah it's like well, that's, that's all they could do they just didn't need him there it's like I, it's not clever to erase his memory it's just don't have him there he didn't need to be there he's yeah. just a, a, a droid everywhere they, else is droids bet. why did Anakin have to build a fucking droid oh, that's shit Stupid. But even even Rogue One had to drop them in there. Oh, there they are! Didn't they? You know. Yeah, that but that bit. made oh. more sense. That made more sense because they were preparing. Like Bail Organa says, "Oh, I've got the perfect person for this mission, Princess Leia," which is where it takes off. So they are preparing to go on that ship with Princess yep. Leia. So you would see them there. You wouldn't see yep. necessarily see them in Tatooine when. Yep. Fair enough. Anakin's a child, you know. It's just nah. Yeah, I, yeah, I do agree with you on that. I, unnecessary, and I, and I also got with Phantom Menace. I was uncomfortable with the midichlorians and uh, the whole, <laughs> you know, oh, it's the chosen one, and there's a yeah immaculate conception going on there. How? Who was the father? There wasn't a father. Well, not one that you can remember, love, because you were always hammered at the bar. And it's all like the Trade Federation and all that sort of thing. It's just really boring storylines. Padme, just, I'm a really monotonal character. I dress in big fancy things, yeah. but I am going to talk really boringly and slow all the way through the film. Oh, my, I, just, I hate it. Phantom Menace, I just, oh, I cannot stand it. <laughs> I can't get through it. Jar Jar Binks and the Gungans. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I understand. I did get it, yeah. But one good thing that did come out of the uh, Star Wars prequels was the best Star Wars game ever, which was the Star Wars Lego, which kicked off the Lego games. Yes. When that came out, it's like amazing. I didn't mind reliving those characters and those uh, yeah. planets and that in that. True enough. 
Do you know, I don't I don't think in mine I've put Revenge of the Sith in there. Oh, Revenge of the Sniffler. You yeah. must have done. Yeah, no, yeah, because I've got Last Jedi, Rise, Force, Solo, Phantom, Attack of the Clones, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back. Where's Revenge of the Sniff? <laughs> Which would have gone... I don't know if I did mention it or not, but if I did, Revenge of the Sith would have gone one, two, three, four, five, six, number six, Revenge of the Sith. Right. There. You can edit that in. So that was before, <laughs> what was what was number five then? So number five was Attack of the Clones. <sighs> I really like Attack of the Clones. I, I can't help it. Mm. I, I haven't seen it for a while, so it could potentially be not as good. And there are some really shocking bits. Like the uh, PlayStation 2 graphics bit when he's riding the funny cow things in the field with Padme <laughs> and the, that whole love relationship thing. Um, I just think the bit where Obi-Wan's... the chasing bit at the start when they're after the... All the Obi-Wan scenes to me are completely dull. You can tell he's not acting with anyone. You can tell he's like, oh God, this is day 137 of me on my own in a green screen. Yeah, maybe, <sighs> yeah. It's over there somewhere. And like, even when he touches feet, when they, a lot pat, of money. they pat things in this and it doesn't look like they're actually touching stuff. It's like almost moonwalking on the floor. <laughs> you know, it just, I don't know. It just, there's something lifeless yeah. about this film yeah. for me. And what I really hate, I loved Boba Fett as a character. He's quite cool looking. Mm. But then to have to have him be all the clones... It's like, oh, no, really? Why do we do this all the time? Like Ridley Scott's doing it at the moment with, like, the uh, Prometheus make, explaining why the alien's there. Don't explain why the alien's there, you know? And don't make this cool character yeah, yeah. all the clones. It's like, mm, no, I'm not interested in that. It's like he knew he had a, a good character, and he's had to... It's, it's a weird one, because I do get it, and I do understand what you're saying. Um, and I, But I love, at the end of Attack of the Clones, when they bring in the Clone Wars, Clone Wars, begun it has, or whatever he says. And I just, I just love that. I just thought it was fantastic. And then I love the Clone Wars animation too, particularly the elements around the, the clone soldiers, um, the space battles, you know... The, the, some of the lightsaber fights were all right, but you know, it, I and it just sort of fed into the story a little bit. I, I was, I quite enjoyed it all still, to be perfect. See, honest. I think I preferred the Clone Wars to the Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I did used to watch it, but yeah, I lost maybe. when yeah, it got, to, yeah, I understood. I yeah. got to about halfway through season three, I think, and then I sort of didn't watch it. I haven't seen any since then. But I've heard they get really good. My eldest son has watched them all and says they're brilliant. Yeah, no, they do. They do keep getting better for a while. And I thought they tailed off towards the end, um, but it was good. And um, I, again, for me, and we're just about to hit on probably why I like these films so much, and it's got to do with the original three because you know, being a kid at that time, I mean, I can remember buying a magazine with photos of Return of the Jedi in there. It was bits of Jabba's palace and the C-3PO and R2-D2 walking in. And it was amazing. I was so excited for it. I couldn't believe that it was such an event for me. Mm. And, it, and I think this is the thing. I think the Empire Strikes Back blew me away. I had never known a film, and I was young, so I'd never known a film where the characters, the stars, the heroes lose yeah and a left picking up the p where the hell was han solo you can't leave a film you know it was mind-blowing yeah and i was just so into star wars i had the toys you know i was obsessed i would be playing star wars every opportunity i had with the figures you know or just pretending to be luke skywalker or han solo or whatever you know and it was my time star wars Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, my time. And I think that's what George Lucas had tried to do with the original three. He bought the Jedis in, he bought the backstory, he bought Darth Vader's story, he bought more lightsabers, he bought more spaceships, he bought more aliens, you know. And, and that was why I kind of went, yeah, okay. And it never quite worked for me, but it gave me more of what I'd always wanted. It, it, and that's why that's why I detest 
the latest three because they destroyed all of that. They took everything that was my childhood and and shat on it see, from a great height. That's my take. See, I think that of the prequels. That's how I feel about the prequels. Right, okay. I just felt, listen, Star Wars, this is, yep. this is dull. He's chosen the wrong time in his life to follow it up. I think when he was making Star Wars, he was a younger guy. He'd forgotten how to write any realistic dialogue. He's got too obsessed with CGI, and for that reason, it's dated already. Oh, yeah, but, but he did that. Let's face it, he did that with the original three, didn't he, when he started updating them? Yeah, yeah, well, he ruined Return of the Jedi then. Return of the Jedi, it was... That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Why can't we have the old Return of the Jedi back? Because it was a lot better before he fiddled yeah. with it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, like I say, the, the special editions yeah. was exciting when it first came out, but then it's like you didn't need that scene of Jabba. You certainly don't need Han Solo to miss no. Greedo. Uh, some of the spaceship scenes look better. And I loved the bit where he runs around the corner into the Stormtroopers when they're in the Death Star. And there used to be like several, and now there's like thousands. Millions, yeah. <laughs> bit gimmicky, yeah, yeah. but it was all right. But you got all these stupid creatures. At yeah, the, and you know, but that again, the you know, that's the Eisley. He started to diminish the the original three with the extra bits in many ways. I think I think where it worked was where they enhanced some of the space battles, particularly in style in A New Hope. Yeah, you know that there was more of the sequences of the the, the X wing fighters dropping in, and you know all that that was great. And that's where I think that's where Star Wars. I think now. When I think about Star Wars, I think that's the bit I love, the, the space battles. And when I think, you know, I could list my top 10 space battles out of all of the films that we've mentioned. And, you know, there's some cracking battles in there. But I don't think in terms of space battles, and Empire Strikes Back didn't have necessarily have much of a no, space no. battle, did it? There was more of Han Solo being chased. Um so that's the one film. But there was plenty of Star Destroyers. I loved the inside of the Star Destroyers. I love just seeing all the Star Destroyers looming yes, around yeah, and absolutely, yeah. chasing them. And I think that's what Rogue yeah. One does brilliantly, and, is the, and you know, the Star Destroyers. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's the thing about Rogue One. That's why I, I think that Rogue that battle sequence in Rogue One, I think that's probably the best Star Wars space battle there is. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah. Yeah, watching it again, it was amazing. You know, that and A New Hope, uh, but, those two. See, I really like Return of the Jedi. Just, just awesome. the original trilogy. My favorite is the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi is, the, and that's this is the favorite bits of Star Wars for me is the spaceships. That's what I love all the, yeah, the spaceship I, yeah. scenes. And yeah. when I was watching um, the Clone Wars series, mm-hmm. like the cartooniness of it, I didn't enjoy so much. Uh, but mm. the spaceships. Just were awesome. All the space scenes was great. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. And I think I think as well, because if you think about like Revenge of the Sith, that opening sequence where they come through in the two ships and they, they drop down into the uh, drop down into the battle that's that's kicking off underneath them. Absolutely brilliant. That bit alone is like that's awesome. Just love that. What a way to start a Star Wars film. Yeah. You know, and the space battles do win it and TIE Fighters. I mean and and you know, again, Something I often talk about is the first ones, the the people that broke the ground with it. And we talked about this with um, Close Encounters, didn't we, when we were talking about Star Wars within that yeah. podcast. You know, at that point in A New Hope, the stuff that they were doing, you know, George Lucas didn't know he had a, a hit. He hoped he had a hit, but he didn't believe he had a hit, did he? No, and, no. And, you know, he thought, oh, this could, this could bomb, you know, and it was such a risk. But at the same time, they were breaking ground. Yeah. It was unique. And, you know, and likewise, Empire Strikes Back for me was just unique. It was incredible. And go back to the 1980s and have a look at some of the other space films around that time. And you will see absolute dire sort of uh, special effects. Some of it is just horrendous. And Star Wars, you know... If you look, I guess if you went back to the original now, and this is the thing, because my son will watch it, and he'll go, oh, look at that. It's like it's like they're using models and things like that. Yeah, they were, but that's because that's what they had. Yeah. And yet they still made an awesome film and an awesome story out of it, you know, and they, it's groundbreaking, isn't it? And I don't think with Attack of the Clones, 
Phantom Menace and Revenge of the Sith, although a lot of the technology was groundbreaking and he was developing tech, you know, uh, CGI and stuff that perhaps no one else was using and the sound effects and all of these things still was in being, you know, he's he pushing the boundaries of stuff. <laughs> Didn't matter because he'd seen all these effects in other films and some films were doing it better and, you know, it just sort of blended in in that sense, didn't it? Yeah. For me, anyway. So, yeah, so that's it. I, You know, and so I don't think you can go past Empire Strikes Back and start A New Hope. Not really. And that's where I am with it. That's my story. Sorry, Trev. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah. Did I bore you? <laughs> I don't know. You kept cutting in and out. I'm just thinking. You're going to cut all that out? No, I said you kept cutting in and out. So I was thinking, like, we're recording on our mm. phones separately, so at least something's capturing and all what you're saying. Because <laughs> I can't hold a exactly. can't hold a fucking conversation exactly. on here tonight. It's frustrating, isn't it? I know it is pretty. Yeah, it's pretty hit and miss, isn't mm. it? Yeah, well, like you were saying there, I I I feel exactly the same about the original film. That that was my time, and for me, only Revenge of the Sith is the only one that I can sort of find myself sitting through the prequels for me just mm. they that was my childhood ruined when they come out and uh i was like nah they don't do it and the newer films you know force awakens come out and it's like yes a star wars again um rogue one come out yeah. and it it was all of a sudden how star wars should go for me i mean i used to read a lot of the star wars books and some of the books were great. Mm-hmm. I always found the weaker books were the books where they concentrate on a character like your Boba Fett. The Darth Vader one was quite good, to be honest. Um, yeah. But where they follow one character from the series, and it's like, oh, God, it's not the same. Just, I like the stories where they come up with their own, like, stories behind the scenes. There's a story all about the Death Star, which was really good. And it sort of, it follows these different, people living their lives on the death star some were engineers some were stormtroopers um and it sort of tells the story of the death star from within it during the battle and all that and i think that's great yeah and i always think that's when i was younger reading these i was like that's where star wars should go they should just make a tv series of it and now you've got disney has brought on the mandalorian is good i think there's too many cartoons they go for the cartoons more than the the live action and it frustrates me because I don't want to watch a cartoon of Star Wars. It doesn't yeah. feel like Star Wars to me. It feels like a cartoon. Um, so yeah. when Rogue One come out and it's like, that is awesome. Gareth Edwards, obviously, he's like, oh, we've got to give the fans what we want. But it's got to stay within that realm. And it completely looks like uh, Episode 4, doesn't it? It looks like A New Hope. The haircuts are all 70s haircuts. Yep. The costumes all look sort of 70s, like all yep. the background. and The design is impeccable. It could be the same people. Even Mon Mothma looks like the same woman from like Return of the Jedi, doesn't she? She does indeed, yeah. yeah. And I just think when it come out, I was so excited. And watching it, I watched it again in the IMAX and I was like, it just blow, blew me away watching this. From the opening shot of that little spaceship, that little speck of a spaceship fly, flying through the, the rings of the planet when they're going down to find um, Urso. What's his name? Um, Galen Urso. They're going down to meet him, aren't they? And it's uh, Krennic. Yeah, Krennic. Going, and, and I think the character of Krennic, straight away you just get like, his horrible, slimy sort of character. But I love the way that he's yeah. portrayed in this film as sort of insubordinate. You know, <laughs> he's not as efficient as the others. And you think you've seen characters in his position in Empire Strikes Back getting wiped out by Vader every 10 seconds, you know, throughout the film. And I think that it's yeah. great that he's in here and he's got that rivalry as well, yeah. hasn't he? He even goes over to Vader's house, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he goes to visit Vader, gets him out of the bath, doesn't he? <laughs> gets him out of the bath. Sorry to bother you. Yeah. And That's he's like, going, oh, like maybe now you. you'll tell um, the Emperor. And he's like... And then that brilliant line, make sure you don't choke on your aspirations. <laughs> brilliant. Things that I didn't enjoy so much the second time watching it, though. Forrest Whitaker in this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, child, uh, come with me. Come, child. 
<laughs> I don't know what it was about him. I was like, yeah, I'm not enjoying your character. Yeah, but sometimes I question the sacrifice that characters make when, um, when I sort of think they didn't need to do that. <laughs> There's definitely some of that going on in the, um, the new trilogy, isn't there? There's the guy that sort of stays on his ship when everyone else goes off. And it's like, you could have put it on autopilot. Didn't need to say in his cockpit, in his, in his driver's seat. <laughs> and this is and when, it, when um, Saul so, so Guerrero dies and he's standing there, I'm thinking, why didn't he just go with the others? I mean, maybe he was a bit slower, wouldn't have made it, but he'd have tried. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I, you know, and it, so those sorts of things annoy me. It's like, no, I'm going to stop now. Why? Another thing that uh, annoyed me throughout this film was the overuse of the word hope. Uh, <laughs> yeah, making a bit of a point there. <laughs> it's like, yes, we know, yeah. Oh, God, only hope, yeah. Say it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and then you say about, like, the music. So this is, there's a bit of a love-hate watching this this time around. There's bits that was making me almost cringe. Yeah, yeah. And then there's bits that I just think, no, this is... This is fucking brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree with you on that, and that's why it dropped down slightly off my top. Yeah, two. it did drop down, and it and that's why it was good to watch again. But I was under the impression this was like my number two. This was the best Star Wars film since Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, which actually it probably was, but I don't know. I've put it before Jedi, but I don't know. Jedi's just great as well. I don't know. It's a hard one to rank films. It's not usually something I do, I, I but think, I thought, oh, this could be good fun. It, yeah, with Star Wars, I think it'd be, it's quite... It, it, and this is the really interesting thing, isn't it? I think everybody is in agreement that, that Empire Strikes Back is, is always going to be right up there. Mm. It was a great, it's a great film. And star, I think also, therefore, New Hope, you know, you can't beat the fact that that was the groundbreaker that was the early door that was the first one yeah and i but i do also think there's this element of with the original three the thing that kind of perhaps you know it, it is the special effects i guess in a way that kind of you know and some of the some of the bits and pieces in it that date it and and perhaps if you're a younger viewer that's perhaps why you wouldn't pick those ones because there are elements of it now that are, are dated mm. you know um and and rogue one did a really good job of bringing those three original films back into the mindset and, and introducing them to a new audience. Yeah. It sort of gave me a new hope. Because, it, you know, it's saying, hey, you know, this is awesome film and they're going to get these plans and Darth Vader's after them. And if you're watching that for the first time, you'd be going, yeah, but you'd be going, oh, what happens now? Well, if you watch A New Hope and, you know, you can feed in a whole new audience yeah. into the original three. So it did that really well. But I liked Rogue One. The actual quality of Rogue One, I thought, is probably the highest Star Wars film by, you know, across. Yeah, the attention um, in to terms detail. Of, like, the filming and quality the, of the, it. The and, shots used. Yeah. And there's an element, a slight element, I think, a slight tweaking of the maturity level of, of this. Yeah. This is an old, this could be, a, is it is it a 12? It probably is. I think they mostly were, but it yeah. could almost be a 15. Yeah. It's got some dark bits in it, hasn't it? Yeah. But, you know, it, it's it, it's moodier. It's got, you know, Darth Vader at the end where he s- sticks the guy up on the ceiling and slashes him in half. I mean, you know, that's nasty but stuff, you know. It I mean, is, yeah. We know he does that. That's the most awesome we've but, seen Darth Vader you know, he's, in any of the films, isn't it? Oh, that is the best Vader. Without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. And, and that was the best. That's what they should do, is have a Vader trilogy where you fill, bridge the gap between Revenge of the Sith and Episode 1. Just pervade his story. Yeah. The thing, strangely then, about continuity is Darth Vader's voice in this film... Sounds older. It's older <laughs> and a lot deeper. You know, yeah. he's a lot like... Ugh. And then he goes, five minutes later, he's like, I want it all now and I'm younger again. Yeah. I've had a new lease of life. I've been in the back to tank and I feel refreshed. Like, I love to see Tarkin in this film as well and vader you can't make a film mm. about this story yeah. without having those characters in so i'm glad that they done what they did but it does 
it does stand out as CGI, doesn't it, Tarkin? It does. Cohen watched it with me and he said, they tried their best, didn't they, Dad? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Noah, said a similar, Noah said a similar sort of thing, um, you know, and you can see it CGI. But that that is something that, in theory, they could revisit, go back and improve. Yeah. Yeah, as technologies get on. You know, they could they could go back to that and improve that as over time. I remember the... If they really wanted the f- to, because it was the same with... What is it about CGI? Because they have the same look, don't they? Because, you know, they get the bit at the end with Princess Leia, which I thought was really good. But why did she look like she was also on the Polo Express? Exactly, yeah. There's not... They haven't quite got it, have they? They haven't quite managed to make it look... Yeah, it's something weird, yeah. isn't it? How it just... They just can't shake that bit off. Yeah, it's strange. I think the first time I saw this technology in use was when we went to watch uh, Tron Legacy and they made Jeff Bridges look young. Mm. And I remember thinking, oh, that's yeah. quite clever. I wonder I how that's so. dated now. <laughs> Hello? Right. Trev. Hello? Hello? You still there? Can you hear me? Hello. 